Hey, school counselor friends. Are you looking to take your counseling program to the next level? Well, we have some exciting news for you. The Perks School Counselor Content Club membership. And guess what? For a limited time only, you can get half off our yearly membership or even try us for a special $99 six-month deal. But hurry, this is our Black Friday deal and it's only good until November 29th. So what exactly do you get with the Perks School Counselor Content Club membership anyway? Well, let me tell you, you get instant access to all of the Perks. That means you'll have access to the full library of lessons, groups, individual curriculum, games, decor, and everyday resources too. It's like having a treasure trove of counseling materials right at your fingertips. But that's not all because Perks membership also offers professional development that can earn you college credit. Yes, you heard me right. You'll be able to enhance your skills while earning credits towards professional growth. And here's an extra treat for you and your students, bonus seasonal resources that they'll absolutely love. It's the perfect way to keep your counseling sessions fresh and engaging throughout the year. But the best part, the Perk School Counselor Content Club membership gives you the freedom to really enjoy your job. No more spending countless hours planning lessons, groups, and individual counseling sessions. With the perks, you'll have everything you need to work smarter and not harder. So why wait? Take advantage of this Black Friday deal now and get your instant access to all our lesson plans, groups, and tier three resources. Plus the templates you need for building your counseling systems, access to our private Facebook community, live webinars, and questions and answers with me and Brandy, as well as all the downloadable materials that you can use right away. So don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your counseling program. Once again, it's half off our yearly membership or a special $99 six month membership. But remember, this offer is only valid until November 29th. So visit our website today or check the show notes and join the perks. Your students deserve the best and so do you. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full-time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data-driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. It's Carol. Welcome back to another episode of Counselor Chat. I'm so excited that you're here with me today. Well, if you remember, last week we talked about activities that we could use in our classroom lessons to really get kids engaged. And if you remember, I said that I would be back this week to share some more activities with you of ways that we can get our younger kids involved. I will admit, I use some of these activities with my older kids too, but I definitely think they are really appropriate for the little ones. So are you ready to have some fun today and learn some activities that will get your kids up and moving and ready to go for your counseling lessons? I hope you are. Let's dive in. So one of the first activities that I have for you is a little game called Feelings Freeze. This is where we kind of move around the room. And when I kind of shout out a feeling, all the kids have to kind of stand still and freeze. And they have to display that feeling that I shouted out by using their body and their face. So if I shout out angry, they have to put themselves kind of in an angry stance and their face has to have that angry look on. And then I'll say, okay, 
okay, move. And then once again, they move around and then I'll say happy and they have to freeze and they have to have that happy look on their body and on their faces. And we do a couple rounds of this and then I have them go back to their seats. The faces that they make or how they position their bodies. But it's a really great activity if we are talking about bullying or perspectives, empathy, feelings. Because what I will ask them is now that we've done this activity, what feelings would someone who is being bullied most likely feel? Or if you were to show empathy towards someone, how would that look? How would they feel? What feelings would they be experiencing? So it's a great way to incorporate those feelings into the activities and the lessons that you're going to be talking about. So feelings freeze. Another activity that we will be using this year is called line and blobs. And this is a really fun activity. In fact, you can do this with both the little guys and the bigger kids. This is kind of for all ages, but line and blobs. And so I will say something like line up based on how strongly you feel. So if you kind of just a little teeny tiny bit like something, you're on this side of the room and you're on the other side of the room if you really agree or you really like this too. So it might be just to throw something out there, chocolate ice cream. Okay. Show me on the line how strongly you like chocolate ice cream. Not at all. Little teeny tiny bit. It's kind of in the middle or it is your fave and get on a line. And so that's the line part. But then there's also the blobs. And so then I might say, well, blob together if if you have the same favorite dessert. And so then the kids kind of have to go around and find other kids who like the same dessert as them. So maybe it's chocolate chip cookies, or maybe it's Doritos, or maybe it's Takis. But they're going to form little groups based on others who have the same interests. And you could really create a variety of responses based on a lineup or blobbing together. But this is fun as kind of like a get to know you or who else shares the same ideas that I do or the same likes and the same interests. So I know that we are going to be starting our identity lessons soon. And this is our warm-up activity for our for our identity lessons. Now, as we're talking about lining up, another activity that you can do is line up by. So maybe it's put yourself in rainbow order based on the color of your shirts. And so they kind of have to form a line based on the rainbow with the colors of their shirts. So all the blues together and all the reds and all the yellows and all the greens and all the purples and all the white. And so we'll have this kind of continuum for that. Or maybe it's by their birth date or their birth month if they're really little. Or maybe it's just their age. If they're, you know, if they're in kindergarten, you can say, you line up by how old you are. And so if they're four, they're one side, five, six. So you can see their ages. Or maybe you say line up by hair color, but there's always something that you can have them line up by. And with the older kids, I like to say, in fact, in middle school, I did this a lot, line up by shoe size. Now, the thing is they can't talk as they're lining up. They kind of have to communicate with nonverbal communication. So by making gestures or pointing or helping kids move each other. So line up by. This is a really great way to promote teamwork. And so when we're talking about building teams or teamwork and working together and getting along with one another, this might be an activity that we use with them. Another fun activity, once again, that can be used with any age is called cross the line. So cross the line if, once again, you like vanilla ice cream. If you don't like vanilla ice cream, don't cross the line. Cross the line if you feel that the character in the story felt really bad. 
cross the line if. So you're getting them to express their thoughts and their opinions by just having them cross an imaginary line in the middle of the room. And you can use this in so many ways, shapes, and forms just by having them express an opinion based on a discussion question that you want them to talk about. And then maybe as they cross the line, have them share their answer or their why, their reasoning with the person next to them. Or if they stayed on the other side of the line, they can talk and share their explanations as well. But cross the line if. Now, another fun activity that I like to do with little guys is called desk charades. So I might have one person up front who will be my volunteer and he will shout out a, and this person will shout out, oh, I want you guys to pretend that you are bowling. And so everyone stays at their seats and tries to pretend that they're they're bowling. Once again, by not using any words. And then the person who came up with the idea of the charade that these people should be acting out gets to choose the person who is doing it the best. And then that person becomes the person to give the next you know, this is what I want you to do. So it's, it really is a lot of fun. We do things like a rocket ship. So I want to see your best rocket ship, or I want to see your best race car, or I want to see your best monkey, or I want to see your best shark. So they give them something to really act out that they can do while sitting at their desk. Cause I don't really want them moving all over the place or hitting each other with their hands because they're moving around way too much. And if they're at their desk, they can stand at their desk, but I don't let them leave their space because I don't want like little arms to go swinging and hitting and all that kind of stuff. So we kind of stay in one general location as we're acting out whatever it is that we're supposed to be acting out. But it really is a great way for kids to understand communication and using our bodies. And it is pretty fun just to get those little wiggles out. Now, if I'm talking to kids and I, we're maybe we're having a, a lesson on listening or following directions or something like that, I might, or anything that has to do really with with study skills or being a good learner, I'll play a couple different games. One of them is called Clap, Clap, Tap. And this is really, really easy. It just starts with me up front and I clap or I tap. Or sometimes I even snap. But for little kids, snapping is really hard. And what I want them to do is to follow the, the little rhythm that I'm going to create. So I start with a clap. I give it a space. I let them copy it. And then I might do clap, clap. And I have them repeat it back to me. Then clap, clap, tap my shoulders. And I wait for them. And then we keep it up. We just I just add one more thing to the next round. So if I tap, it might be my shoulders or my head. But I usually keep it to one of those two things. If they're bigger kids, I might also tap my knees so I could tap my head, tap my shoulders, tap my knees. But we just keep creating this pattern and seeing how long we can make this pattern go. And for bigger kids, I really try to speed it up a little bit. So it's a little bit more challenging for them to really pay attention to what I'm doing. They really have to listen. They really have to look. They really have to be engaged in what we're doing to, to follow along. But clap, clap, tap. Another is called house rock tree. This is probably the easiest activity that you could ever do with kids. And they just love it. I don't know what it is about this activity, but they love it. So there's three things that kids have to form with their bodies, either a rock, which they kind of put their hands over their head and they crouch down to form a rock, or they stand like a pine tree with 
their arms out to the side so they kind of look like a tree or a house where they put their hands in a triangle above their head to make it look like a roof. So we go, I'll call out house and they form the shape of a house, rock, they form the shape of a rock or a tree. And once again, they form the shape of a tree. And then I just vary the pattern. So I might say house, rock, tree, house, tree, house, rock. And they just have to follow along with me as I shout out what they're supposed to shape into. And then to throw it a little curveball in there, I might say tree in the wind. And so they form the pine tree, but they kind of sway from leg to leg a little bit. So they're like shaking in the wind. Where I might say falling leaves. And this is where we use our hands to like a little twinkle. And we just make an S from the kind of like our head down to our, our waist. So we just make an S shape with our twinkling fingers. And it's kind of like the falling leaves from our tree. So house, rock, tree. And once again, you can make this as fast or slow as you want, vary the, the speed, but it's just a way for kids to really have to listen and focus. And this is great if they if you're doing a really long activity and you notice that they're starting to kind of lose it a little bit, just say, let's do a quick round of the house, rock, tree. And it really kind of refocuses them because they're paying attention and it does get those wiggles out. So one of my favorites, one of my kids' favorites, and it really is the easiest activity to do. I also love to do with them four corners. And I'm sure you probably have played four corners yourself at one point in time. But in four corners, we just give them, we label each corner, corner one, corner two, corner three, corner four. And each corner is kind of like, an answer to a multiple choice question. So think of asking them a question and then if they want option A, they go to the one corner, option B or answer B to the second, option three to the third, option four to the the last corner. So it could be if you have a brother, go to corner one. If you have a sister, go to corner two. If you have a brother and a sister, or at least one brother and one sister, go to corner three. And if you are an only child, go to corner four. So there's always four answers to go along with your four corners. If you can only think of two, just have them go to different sides of the room. But basically, it's the same four corners. I also love to do with them stand up or sit down. This is another thing. Stand up if you agree with this choice or sit down if you agree with this option. So it's a two option thing, but they stand up for one or they sit down for another. And if you have three options, three choices, you can do my favorite, another one of my favorites, stand up, sit down or cluck like a chicken is what we like to call this one. And so option one could be, let me think of a good question here for you. Stand up if you like playing in the sand, sit down if you prefer playing in the snow or cluck like the chicken if you would rather be inside and not play outside. So you could see the difference of what kids prefer um, just by asking them these questions. And the kids really love to see who's going to sit, who's going to stand up Who's going to sit down and, of course, who is going to cluck like a chicken? And so I usually try to have the cluck like a chicken be the one that maybe not many kids will choose, but you never know. But it is, it really is a fun game for kids to play. Anyway, these are just a few activities that you can do with your students to kind of get them up and moving and that are really good exercises for your wee little loves. I mean, you could also, like I said, do them with your older kids as well. And a lot of your older kids 
probably would would really enjoy these as well. But these are really great for the little loves. And they don't take a lot of time. They're easy to learn. And it does get kids up and moving. And when they're up and moving and they're doing things and then you settle them back down, they're really going to be a little bit more active in the activities that you're doing with them. So I hope these are helpful. If there's more that you have that you use, send them along to me because once again, I will share them out with other people as well. Anyway, until next time, I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.